and we have hit record. Hello. And, and we have Eleanor with us. And nobody will know, but this is Eleanor's last little moment at the mill mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my last shift at the mill. Last shift at the mill. Eleanor has an amazing life in Aberdeen. The love of your life is in Aberdeen. <laughs> and she does, as well as doing amazing things for Prickly Thistle, you do amazing things for, for kids in Aberdeen as well. You've got, mm. you know, there's there's so much more to Eleanor than people realise at Prickly Thistle. But yeah, I mean, yeah. for anyone that understands the geography of, of between our mill and Aberdeen, it's actually quite a distance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's... I've been trying to... Basically, yeah, live between two cities basically since I started at Prickly. Which is, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if you think all, all the way back to when I got the job, basically I was living in Aberdeen when this job was advertised and mm-hmm. I just knew from as soon as I saw it, oh my goodness, I want to work there and I'll do anything I can to work to, mm-hmm. to make that a reality. And so, yeah, that involved... Eleanor was coming here every week yeah. um, for six months, and um, but yeah, that that was ta- that's 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 a lot for anyone to do that mm. amount of travelling to come up here for yeah. a couple of days every single week, mm-hmm. and, and quickly we changed it. We changed it to see if we could actually just even out the pattern, so you didn't mm. have to come here as often. But you were doing a bit of an overdose week that you were here once mm-hmm. a month or thereabouts, and yeah. then. For anybody else who's what you know, I don't even think it's prickly thistle. I think there's eight, many many businesses just are evolving, in a spinning top of a world at the moment to mm-hmm. find, well, holding on to their integrity, mm-hmm. and realizing that it's really hard holding on to it. And you're kind of yeah, you're you're moving quite a bit because, you're yeah, it's it's not an easy path. So so for uh, for us, it was it was tough to say that we we needed Elner probably to be around us more here <laughs> to witness and help us document what I'm kind of calling not a mill now a movement but that's not fair to Eleanor because Eleanor has her home and as I say the love of her life and so many other things happening in Aberdeen so in another place I know so we thought on her last trip her last visit for just now mm-hmm. we never say never we thought let's jump on a wee podcast Eleanor mm-hmm. and yeah just see You've been here the year and a bit of a reflection and just see what, where that leads us really. Where, yeah, so what so <laughs> what do you think would be, you know, your takeaway from your time? What's the one thing that yeah, you you learned that you didn't expect to learn working at Prickly Thistle? Oh, Claire, why are you starting with a question one like thing. that? Oh <laughs> my god, no. I can't just give one thing. Well, this is the thing, I've been trying, like, cause yeah made the decision a couple of weeks ago that I was going to be leaving and since then it's just yeah it's been like lots of reflection um and lots of sadness obviously um and yeah just thinking about this job and yeah back in the beginning what did I expect to get from it well (laughs) um (laughs) it was a first for us I mean it was a first for us to have you know because we're still we're still a we're not startup now but we're still a fledgling we're still a young company four years so you were the first person to come in and really help us start to lay some foundations Mm. on identity and social communications and all of its levels and it's a massive massive job I mean it's literally like it's you know huge huge. it's full-time you know you could have half a dozen people involved in it but it's you Mm -hmm. you really embraced 
uh, yeah, a spinning, a spinning thing, mm-hmm. and you have created so many anchor points and mm-hmm. been part of this massive evolution. Actually, probably in the last year has probably been our biggest evolution in learning than we've ever done in the first three years, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's all credit to you to be mm-hmm. there helping us do that and just reacting to the world we live in. And as we've learned more. I think that's actually a really good place to start was like I was I wasn't fresh out of uni but I was still quite new out of uni I'd done a fashion textiles degree I was I left uni I think with the kind of mm, what's the word disheartening feeling that maybe a lot of um fashion and textile students leave with is oh I've got this degree but how am I actually going to work in the industry you know um am I going to have to move down to London fuck I don't want to do that that's far away I want to be in Scotland I love Scotland am I gonna have to move to Glasgow Edinburgh the big cities you know like I am and even then what's there yeah as well exactly what is there so yeah I was very much in that place of oh I've got this degree I'm really passionate about this stuff but am I actually gonna be able to work get a job like a decent job I don't know and I was working in a, a a different um field and then yeah this job came up and I was like (gasps) I've done it I'm gonna work in the textile industry this is brilliant and I very much had an idea of what working in the textile industry looked like which was very much formed from what I learned at uni of you know the systems how it works you know and then I came to Prickly (laughs) (laughs) and um Claire was like we'll do any of that at all although um no she didn't say no but that definitely I think is what I didn't expect to actually unlearn yeah I I came here to learn and wow okay I'm if I tried to say everything I learned we would be on this podcast for hours I'm not going to do that to anyone but I think it's really important (laughs) to say actually what's been really valuable is how much unlearning I've done in this role unlearning you know the ideas that to be a fashion designer you need to design a new collection for every season unlearning the ideas that you know this is how you make clothes and the best clothes are the most like I don't know the mo- the, the most form-fitting or have got the most bells and whistles oh. on them or what's the or how they're portrayed in imagery and how you do your fashion show and how yes. do you do that shoot and how do you create be part of the next trend and mm. how do you yeah so it's all very yeah, and I yeah I came in uh, off the back of uni again with the idea of mm-hmm. oh this is what a photo shoot is like this is what a model looks like this is how um, you plan it how you how... plan it and then yeah I came here and I was like oh my gosh this is a a company operating in the industry not doing that whoa and then it just started to open my eyes bit by bit um to the fact that you don't need to do all of that. And um, I mean, anyone who listens to the podcast has heard the other episodes where we go really dive deep into all of that. And I don't need mm-hmm. to explain any of that here right mm-hmm. now. But yeah, unlearning um, all of the, the tricks of the trade that have basically led to destruction. And that's the other thing is that I was aware that the fashion industry had an impact, a negative impact on the world, but not as aware as I should have been. Yeah. Being and being someone that had had a degree in this stuff, um, 
And that's not shade that's, on my uni or anything. No. It's they have a lot to try and and teach young people, and it, it it's like an ever evolving thing. And it's a it's not just the education um institutions. You know, it's the industry itself wants to hide a yeah. lot of what happens. Yeah. You know, doesn't want students. And when you start to, to kind of unlift it, you realise why. Yeah. And then, but you can't un unlearn that yeah. bit. But yeah. Yeah. And that so that's it. Well, <laughs> you can't forget it, and that's that's the thing now. So what I've learned and unlearned here I'm now gonna leave and try and navigate the next stage of my life um and I can't forget you know I can't forget the realities of the industry that I've learned here now and I'm gonna feel more confident to call them out I feel like informed in like a whole new way I and so now if if I was going to call something out, I, I feel like I would know how to do it and feel confident in my ability to do that, which I definitely wasn't before because before it just felt massive, so much information, so much, like, just, it's just disorientating. And you're conditioned to, yeah, to, to, to just follow to, to know your place yeah. in this kind of feeder system of what it was. And I think that was, like, you know, the first thing we said, you know, when, when you started was, like, even for me, it was like, Margaret, right, it's not big data analysis we're mm. going to do. We're not going to find our, you know, the most addicted type personality. We're not going to, you know, it was very much come at it from sharing knowledge. And Eleanor has just done so much research. And mm-hmm. between all the blog diaries and between from, we've experimented from doing Woven Wednesdays to repeal it, to um, yeah. digital detoxes, to, you know, I mean, it's literally everything, the whole team, the communications with all these other people that we want to kind of help spread the message in a social and ethical way and then finding out that that's that system's been yeah still tainted but it's Mm -hmm. yeah it's the yeah we've learned with you Eleanor (laughs) we have learned with Eleanor and Eleanor and I think that's what the most amazing thing was about you coming here was that you you are different in a you know in a spatial way as so people would be thinking what's this but you know but you yeah. struck me as somebody who do you know what who cared yeah. you know there was that it wasn't just a job it wasn't just actually how do I manifest another copy of the machine or the the mm-hmm. just fo- as you say fall in line kind of way it was actually there was this inner mm-hmm. rebel in you there was this appreciation for the cultural piece mm-hmm. the paradox that we talk about which is the past and the future mm-hmm. and it's been able to take your passion that that was intrinsic to the the kind of foundations of what we're doing here but you you had this you have this amazing ability to see it as being so future forward thinking and it's just yeah but we've all we've all learned Mm -hmm. with Eleanor we've (laughs) learned it was like every day was a school day and I think every day is still a school day but it's it's yeah it's been you've you've made us all braver as well and you know what I think there'll be people listening to this podcast who will say absolutely they've learned from you on all of our social channels and everything yeah. you've shared on our blogs on our your your beautiful way with words your interpretation of honest images and mm-hmm. things like that it's you know you you'll have inspired me well how, you know people are like know you by name they're oh, like where's yeah where's this little eleanor yeah it's just something i think like that some thinking that I've been doing and a conclusion that I've come to because I think a big worry I had when I decided that I needed to leave was I get so much mental solace from working here because I feel like I get to go to work and what I do 
is contributing to trying to fight these huge problems that we have with the fashion textile industry or the fabric industry you know as a, a more of an umbrella term for both like and um I was so worried like how am I going to cope not having not feeling like I'm helping that anymore and that was really like playing on my mind like is that going to mentally like impact me but then I realized mm-hmm. you don't actually need to have an official job within the no. industry to impact to to make a difference with these issues like everyone that supports prickly thistle obviously the huge community we have how many of them actually work in the industry maybe not that many everybody does their own thing yeah. and that's going to be the same with me I, I don't need to be in this job to continue fighting the good fight yep. and to continue you know trying to make a difference uh, in this area that I'm really passionate about not just a passion it's something that we should all like actually just accept actively to to solve like it's not a choice but yes it is my passion regardless and um I'm just going to continue being a good citizen um no matter what my job is and that's I think something that Prickly has actually shown me in a weird way even though like like obviously we all do this job and and we're very very close to the problem and how to fix it but actually you don't need to be right there amongst it you could be anywhere in the world doing any type of job um and it's just how do you live your life like I'm going to continue not buying synthetic clothes I'm going to continue wearing everything I have you as much as possible I'm yep. going to continue advocating natural fibers I'm going to continue like supporting small businesses and not yeah. give my money to massive corporations and all of those things I don't need to work for prickly thistle to keep doing no. those um so that like I think has been a big thing that I've realized is that yes it's so sad I'm leaving but actually I'm no. still technically going to be a prickly rebel anyway yes, you know like yes. of just how I'm going to live my life and that is from being here like yeah when I think about the fact that what I've learned at Prickly is actually it's literally shaped me as a human being like it's Mm. actually changed me like in how I view the world um and I never thought that being in the same place where I grew up would do that I thought I had to travel the wor- halfway yeah, around the, the world, world I had to go off to these far far and wide places to get that perspective that I needed for my own sense of self but turns out it was on my doorstep Yay. the whole time um <laughs> I know that, that just makes me smile more than anything because yeah I'm a Highland gal and yeah. I love that I could grow this much in a job like this in the place where I grew up and I didn't have to go down to London yeah. or travel to their part of the world to get it so oh, yeah. Eleanor yeah but you've but you've but as much as you've grown you've helped everybody else here grow it has and I think you're you've touched on that you know you've said that point there and I think mm. yes it's 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 not and it goes even above and beyond the textiles because we have these conversations all the time it's really just about reciprocal societies and doing the right thing and being ethical and you can talk about the environmental Mm. impact but we talk about the people impact we talk about democracies we talk about you know distribution of wealth and actually how businesses are hugely responsible Mm -hmm. for the right direction of travel on that and how that wheel it's a big big wheel in that whole you know existence Mm -hmm. picture um so yes yeah, so we're we're here with textiles but actually it's way beyond textiles isn't it it's, you know it's it's it's, yeah. it's everything and it's mindset and yeah we all 
we all but we've all gone on this none none of us had a clue this would happen yeah. this is all completely kind of unplanned but it's it's I think that that's it as well like, I know I say I had to I, I had a degree in this stuff but that didn't make me any more qualified somebody that didn't have a de- uh, didn't go to uni could have came in and done my job and also learned all this like the same amazing things like mm-hmm. it, it's it's not about how what your background is or you know like basically it it's accessibility to everybody is what is what we need like this idea of being a sustainable person or living a sustainable life like it's not a stereotype it's yeah. not an elitist thing it's not you have to have loads of money, money or you it, have no. to look a certain way exist in a certain skin suit or yeah. you know um have a certain amount of money in your bank account like it's actually accessible to everyone and that's the thing prickly has taught me and it's something that prickly always has to tackle is the idea of oh sustainable fashion isn't affordable you know like we yeah. again we've spoken about that yeah. in podcast episodes um but that's another like this job has given me amazing tools so now i can go out and be a good citizen and help other people realize that they are part of the conversation and they're part of the movement no matter who they are and yeah. um it's and not a gatekeeping thing yeah. like oh you have to be wearing linen dresses living out in the forest um drinking mushroom tea yes. to be a sustainable, <laughs> sustainable person, person. and that that's actually just not true and if you look at the prickly team and you see all the all the folk that work here and they're all just so like obviously everyone's so special but everyone's also so normal yes just normal everyday people, people. Yeah, yeah every day and it's and it, it becomes it comes from your desire for change mm. and I think that and that's the difficult thing it's try this is what we've been talking about even before this was actually how do we how do you unlock the the knowledge and and turn it into action and mm. desire behind it isn't it and it's mm. kind of and the realization it's not as difficult as people might perceive and that's that's the biggest thing isn't it it's kind yeah. of actually this is this is too difficult this is not this is something I can't do. This is for somebody else to solve. And this is, there's too many other challenges in the way. And therefore it's, it's easier just to. It can seem really overcomplicated. I've done it myself. I've, I've read this article, that article, that article, and just got myself in a right twist, mm-hmm. you know? And then again, I come and work here and I realize, oh, right. You just have to <laughs> not buy Hopefully, shite. Yes, yeah, okay. basically. Right. Okay, I could do that. So people can't, yeah, but it is, it's the affordability, but it, yeah, the yeah. affordability piece and, and where we are and it's actually, yeah, and, and just not that long ago, 70, 80, 90 years ago, yeah. we were in, we were just like, we were just, yeah, we were, everything was just consumed at a much, much better rate mm-hmm. and from the right resources and... Yeah, prickly thistle is the mill, but also this movement now. This is my latest kind of interpretation that we're not just this mill anymore. It's just this movement, and you have been mm-hmm. incredible in shaping that because we have yeah. we have had to pivot mm-hmm. to find ourselves mm-hmm. and our place, but we've had to pivot because the world is changing so quickly. And actually, on some of these things, you don't have time to just well focus on yourself, um, or how do you galvanize and and create buffers for yourself. You know, we've run the business, we've run it as a lean, just try and do the right thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not been a case of, yeah, we, we've had, we've had so many conversations <laughs> over the, for Eleanor, she's been come here to be a social rebel, but it's, it's all about the, That's the, the thing, visit. I'm a deep thinker, I love thinking and about this is things, why I love thinking about people, I love thinking about cultures, the psychology the of psychology it all, and why do people buy, you know, why do people 
What's um, the motivation? Yeah, how does it make them what, feel? How does it make them feel? What do they? What does that say about them? How do we solve these problems? Yes, we can make all these amazing clothes, but how do we get people to subscribe to what is actually a mentality? It's not actually anything tangible. It's actually a way of thinking. And how do we do that? And we we can't just say go green and that's it we have to look what does deeper that mean? and yeah. find the roots why do people buy like i said shite and um what you know what's missing and how and then look at the environment we live in look at the the media we consume look at what we look on the tv and it's no wonder like i i don't blame anyone you know like we're we're constantly having our own psychology yeah. manipulated every day by what what we're subjected to it's very invasive and it's what I've, I think I've learned, another thing I've learned through Prickly Thistle is that it's all about mental resilience. It's about noticing what's happening around you, noticing that something's a trick. Yeah. There have been so many things that I thought was brilliant and then I told I Claire about it and she was like, oh no, that's a trick. That's oh no, this, I don't know about that. And I'm like, oh I don't yeah, know. so no. it is. No, I don't think so. You just no. opened my eyes to loads of things, you know? Yeah, you kind of start to kind of... And and when you and see. when you when you see things and when you start having that lens, yeah, it's it it's a way of quite... seeing. It's kind of like a pair of glasses, isn't it? And it's yeah, but it's how it's it's yeah. And what's been really challenging, and you know, and Eleanor's been the first person to really grab this bull by its horns, mm. is in that landscape of invasive, confusing messages. Is how do you, how do you maintain the integrity of your voice but also start to penetrate a little bit of change in a kind respectful way but then realizing sometimes we need to go shit people listen you know like it's because it's we don't have time to play the long game on some of this as well so it can get quite emotionally uh, charged yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and it's um but you've you've done you know you've taken us along this kind of first major year and she's just we just yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna talk she's gonna be here for a little while yet we're, we're literally talking probably half an hour before mm. she, but um it's just yeah. to ha- be able to record little Eleanor's voice today yeah. and just for yeah to hear you talk about the things you've learned and the and for us to have grown with you in this time and it's a never say never mm. thing I think you know it's and it's purely and it's purely which is so sad just the kind of distance thing that's been yeah. and we've kind of moved so quickly and I you know we're always conscious of that when Eleanor wasn't here there was a kind of like it's not like home alone but we left the child in the hotel <laughs> you know there was a kind of feeling of you know we've got responsibility for you and, and because of what the job you're doing is so emotionally charged mm. you know and we have the benefit of being around each other to bounce off, you know, and I think that's that's hard going. You know, I don't think people probably appreciated how emotionally challenging, you know, to do the right thing. They just think, oh, it's marketing and it's great. And maybe everything's, yeah. you know, but actually there's so much emotion and so much well, that's thought it, goes into it. Like, basically, you're stepping into the world, that world every time you go to work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That world of, oh, yeah, we've got really serious problems mm-hmm. going on really really bad destruction happening and yeah everyone at this mill when we when we come together to do this job we have to face up to that as a reality every time and yeah you have to be strong like and to bolster each other to, yeah okay. to hold each other up because it does get depressing and disheartening and frustrating and frustrating and and, and we have to be real about that we, we, like, we have to... to let everybody know that it's hard it's, yeah. it's hard having to co- like constantly 
be that voice of reminding everyone this is happening because we'd all love to just switch off from it and yeah. pretend it wasn't and happening just, you know and the thing is we're actually, we can't do that we're such a fun happy <laughs> bunch of people who yeah. are like we just want to have a laugh we just want to you know yeah. you know life is for enjoying and, and it shouldn't be a serious oh heavy conversation but you mm. do when you're kind of yeah when you've discovered a lens of what we're doing we're just like has anybody else seen this? We spoke Has about anybody that. else spotted that this is We spoke is maybe... about that before, didn't we? The idea when, when people are like, oh, I love that you do that sustainability thing as oh, if yeah. it's a hobby. Yeah. Or you're into upcycling. That's you're really into it. You're yeah. into upcycling. Oh, that's really good. You know, that's and it's in... like, guys, honestly, trust us. If we didn't, if if we could not speak about this stuff, oh, we would we... love to not, you yeah. know, and, and explore other things. And because obviously, it... we do, we prickly is still such a creative place you know um but yeah nobody wants to have to be constantly talking about you know climate disaster but we have to um, and it's and it's because yeah. it's become part of I mean, this is for you know who you've helped us really as i say kind of distill and refine and we've got to well there's been a major refinement in 12 months mm. we've tried lots some things worked, some things didn't. Lots of things didn't work, but it's they're still on the shelf for another kind of pull out and go, you know, could it be the wrong time in the wrong place? It's just not the wrong idea or the wrong product. But it's um but yeah, it's it's gosh, I've lost my train of thought there. I'm just <laughs> like, oh I'm just but I was talking about how we we would we would love to just talk about other things, yeah. not always about climate disaster. Climate, yeah, yeah, and it's and that's the thing, it's it's yeah, as a as a business, mm. that's what we are. You know, we started as a bit, you know, and it goes down to the definition of what's a business, what's a charity, what's a community people, social enterprise. But at the end of the day, we've got, you know, we have we are in a position where we need to generate a revenue to fund our our team, mm. to fund our ethically sourced materials and all of that kind of stuff. And it's just, you know, and you've really embraced this and it's I mean it's hard it's hard to f- navigate and you socially we're, we're you know put ourselves in a position where we are not part of the two main existing camps in the world of textiles which is basically fast cheap clothing that is you know you know it's all about how it looks and it's about an instant gratification and there's no emotional attachment to it it's just give me the look I want for that particular event or you're you know quite often could be and it doesn't say it's ethical but very very expensive does not justify does not give you an ethical Mm-mm. approval because you don't know where it's made still but it's just very expensive and quite often that world exists because it is very much for an exclusive mm-hmm. um you know profile within society because it's super wealthy and disposable and it then becomes a symbol of status mm-hmm. um so here we are this brand kind of trying to push through the middle and say actually is the future built on this middle ground because it's a win-win for everyone but it's it is it's People think, well, it's a no-brainer, mm-hmm. you know, and and we do get so much support and love, and Eleanor's been at the helm for all of that and navigating all of that and keeping communications going. But it's actually, it's yeah, it's 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 you've you've yeah you've kind of, <laughs> pre Eleanor's like I'm so tired, I'm <laughs> doing lots, but it is it's been it's it's hard. It is hard. It is hard, and um, I think sometimes maybe. We we worry about letting people know how hard it is, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We've we, had we, this conversation lots of times. Sometimes we think, oh, we sh- we should, you know, let, we want to, I guess, protect some of that. I don't know if 
maybe I don't know what stops us sometimes but yeah I think we try our best obviously whereas keeping it real we always want to show real people doing their real jobs you know wearing real real clothes and we're very anti-fantasy but then the one thing that we struggle to share is how how, how, hard, hard, it is. It, how hard it is behind the scenes how behind the scenes you because you have this sense of we need to show that we are you know we're we're professional we're yeah. responsible and that we are we're very responsible for our contribution to just you know mm-hmm. life today and life tomorrow we know what our footprint's going to be mm-hmm. in the sand a very nice footprint actually mm-hmm. so we're very proud of that but it's um but it is it is harder mm-hmm. it's harder and you but you want to show that you are you are comprehensive in your thinking yeah you have applied a degree of intelligence you mm-hmm. have applied a degree of research you are you're strong in your messaging mm-hmm. but you're not aggressive in your messaging mm-hmm. so yeah so it's it's and it's yeah it's, it's harder than we probably we, most we, we very much promote strength and authenticity strength and being you know vulnerable accepting yourself for who you are not maybe you don't look like supermodel or whatever and, we're, and um we're like yeah there's strength in embracing yourself and i think what we're still on a journey with is the strength in letting people know that it's really really hard behind the scenes and um yeah it looks like prickly is doing fantastic and we are doing fantastic you know considering what we're up against but yeah or it's also like we're a small Mm -hmm. business (laughs) in a really really tough industry that was on its knees and we're you know got the whole we're we're fighting like uh industry that has huge money huge power huge grip on people's psychology and a model that we have threatens every aspect of that you know if there was more businesses like ours then we are a huge threat to that Mm. huge Mm. threat to that and that's difficult It's so difficult. yeah, it's been challenging and that's the I think the only reason that I've come out of it the way I am is because of how just amazing this team is. Yeah, and dedicated. how amazing this community is as well. I like know. the people that do support Prickly, like honestly, it I think I've had one of the nicest social media jobs in the whole world. Oh, you know, working on social media can be so scary and so you know horrible like it, it, it's a it's a, it can be a really dark place yeah, and a lot of people yeah. that work in social media are subject to a lot of abuse and a lot of just nastiness and I feel so blessed because <laughs> the prickly community has just constantly shown love yeah you know support um it's not all toxic positivity like we're the, the community recognizes the problems and you know tr- we try to tackle it together but just genuinely like I haven't had to deal with people being like nasty and I just want to say thank you to everyone you know like it for we'll just need to being get, so great. We're gonna have to get a good few social yeah. bits and pieces on here for Eleanor and get some <laughs> shout outs so everybody can actually send their best of luck wishes and yeah. we will see her again. But but going back to your last, so in terms of um there's a few things that I know you would you wanted to do here and we haven't done yet, like weaving. Oh yes. yeah. So there's a few oh. things we need to get Eleanor back. She has done sewing in the sewing room. Have, Part yeah. of our um photography, yeah. shoots, etc., films. Yeah. But yeah, sewing, but not weaving. Never got on those Never looms. Never got on those looms. So Damn we're it. gonna have to get her back <laughs> to have, yeah get her a boiler suit on and get her some <laughs> weaving I know and it's just yeah. but in terms of all the characters and things like that you know is there is there any sort of moments that you remember of funniness or of <laughs> oh 
um that you think oh it's always hard when people put you on the spot and ask all these questions because like eleanor when we do these things like we're not gonna we're just we're just gonna do you know what i'm gonna miss i'm gonna miss me going around the mill trying to get people to come on camera or come and take part in something and just the especially ross shout out to ross i actually love you ross you (laughs) are amazing and i just used to love going up to ross and be like hiya <laughs> do you want to come and do something for me do you want to come and speak yeah. on the microphone or get your photo taken and it's just like fuck off. Oh, no, he's not into that. <laughs> no ross and martin are just like fuck off. we've done enough we're not doing any more do you this know what is- though i love that like it was so endearing because it also reminded me you know social media has taken over our lives the online world is huge but ultimately people want to live in the real world yes and they're very much rooted in the real world and just doing what they're doing and not interested in being a celebrity, a celebrity. yeah a celebrity or you know just being super visible and because it's really humbling and it really just like helped me stay grounded and you know feet just firmly on the earth with with all of that and I'm just so happy that even though my job involved being online a lot mm-hmm. I was still able to just be a real person yeah, here and yeah. it was because of just all the as we say in Scotland the crack you know yeah. like the banter the the, the chat, chat. <laughs> like the jokes like that's what I loved about coming to the mill like um just everyone just taking the piss yeah. but not in a nasty way in a nice Yo, way no, you know? it, no it was yeah it's, and this is it so, we, yeah. we kind of talk about all these heavy subjects and this was you know the largest part of your role was really kind of pioneering all of that but actually yeah did they know actually how much fun we do like to have I have to confess I'm the stress junkie and I <laughs> and I actually do like having a bit of a laugh but I'm just like my head's just gets buckled with so many different things I tend to mm. not Claire's to do as much as without I... meaning to be funny like you just have, on one. you just have such a way with words like you'll just come out with some phrases and I, you're talking about something really serious and I'll just start laughing because it's just the way you word things and you don't even mean to be but you're just hilarious I do, like... I'm not very really ladylike with my words I have to have to confess I just get so but no it's um yeah my mum will miss you oh I'm gonna miss your mum so everyone's everyone's mum here her amazing just smile yeah she just always made me feel so good about myself she was just so like she just gave me praise but I knew it was sincere yeah it wasn't just like blowing hot air a wee like, sparkle she's so sincere your mum and she gave just... me some lovely chilli plants last <laughs> year that I put to take to Aberdeen and they grew and then I got lovely chilies that I was then able to cook <laughs> my dinner and yeah just yeah this place is just so people just it's very much a community you know like and I know that word gets thrown around I'm, a lot, and I I know some brands like to use it as a way to like walk wash and get. I know get people shit, shit like yay. oh we're a community, community but then support they still the treat community. their staff like shite. Yay. Whereas this is I think community in the actual genuine sense, like one hundred percent. Like I feel like I could message anyone at this mill if I was in a spot of bother and, and oh, they would support yay. me, yay. They'd help me out. Yeah. Um, and obviously me to them as well. Um, which you'd unfortunately you don't get in every workplace so and I've had loads of jobs in the past where it's just not been like that so yeah I'm grateful the other thing I wanted to just also say in terms of what I thought I was going to learn at Prickly and then what I did learn um was to do with that sort of cultural aspect 
I yeah. just want to talk about that real because quick. this is something you prior mm. to being here have had a huge passion for yeah and you've done masses of research so yeah, yeah I did go. wrote a dissertation yep. all about um Scottish represent representation through media and how that's affected the sense of self and identity of Scottish people you know negatively and positively yep. um probably more on the negative because that seems to be what we do we focus on the negative yeah. <laughs> but, um, importantly so and um factual yeah and I did a lot of research about tartan and highland wear and just history in general and the reason I did all that was because I got to the age of 18 and felt like I didn't have enough. if you we're on a podcast here so you wouldn't actually see Ross but Ross is at the window and Eleanor needs to oh, pull I can't open the window you need That's to pull locked. that little bit there Hiya, are you off? Yes, I'm away. Oh, can All I come best. and give you a hug? You can. Oh, I knew you were recording, that's how Yay. we can do it. I'll be back. You need yeah. to listen to this one, Ross. She's coming back, she's got to make oh. sure she gives Ross a big hug before she goes. But yeah, a family. Oh, bless. Random podcast moment. I don't think this happens very often. Where. <laughs> somebody it's got to dash off but i i would describe describe the the scene but no it's um eleanor's very kindly said she'd come on and do this last podcast with us and just yeah reflect on her journey here with everybody and oh, here she is Ross. she's back so ross <laughs> yay yeah but anyway what i was no. just saying was the um the yeah i've done all that research and then I think it was, yeah, when I met Claire, oh my God, my interview for this job was like two hours long, wasn't it? was. It? Cause we just chatted and chatted yeah. and chatted because we we're both so passionate about this and I was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. And then, yeah, so I had an idea of, well, I had a, a huge interest in that and I, I thought, right. And informed from all the work your dissertation you did, yeah. you know, you explored this subject mm-hmm. in great detail and then here was a living, breathing version of it and it was 2021 so and then you it was like yeah I that I could then actually immerse myself in it in the real world and feel I was so excited like yeah I'm gonna really reconnect with my heritage and um just get so much more of a sense of who I am and boy I did but definitely not in the way that I thought because yeah through working here I learned more even more about the history of tartan and kilts and the clan system symbolism and, and yeah, identity yeah and a lot of that you know in the sense that may the more in its authenticity actually working with weaving and making garments um i think prickly really takes you back to the the root the root root the way beyond, back this in the is beginning. the past past this is the stuff yeah. that's not covered this yeah. is not the past the past past the past past you know? yes like, um before all the clan systems before all of the um like the how we kind of digest highland culture today maybe you know uh on an international scale um i what i learned from here was just the really really humble beginnings of weaving and garment making and how that actually informs a sense of self amongst people, uh, you know, relating to where they come from, their yeah. ge- geography, you know, the fact that what we use here is uh, it's all Scottish. It's all, you know, um, Scottish um, materials and um, Scottish ways of doing things and 
um, and made with such a strong sense of community rather than coming into an organisation where it's yeah. like, okay, we've hardly anybody here because they're monitoring KPIs, is there pressure to evolve in this? You know, yeah. there was a real sense of community. There's a sense of, yeah, it's actually it the, the time it will take is the time it will take. Yep. And it's the zero waste design yep. and it's the sense of pride in everything. Yep. And it's, yeah, so it's all of those. This all of those pieces that actually was never ever talked about in mm-hmm. any of these stories. Mm-hmm. It was literally, here's the headlines. Mm-hmm. Kind of think of where we are today with storytelling. Here's yeah. the bullshit headlines and all the really de- important stuff just didn't even make it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. No, but, but, but things made slowly, things made with people's hands and with those beautiful old looms. Like, just, yeah. I really feel like I've learned on a new level connected with who I am and I I don't mind if that sounds cheesy I'm not arsed about coming across cheesy or whatever I genuinely (laughs) feel like I am more in touch with who I am and my history and my ancestors as island women and it's because of the way things are done here not even necessarily what is made but how it's made yes yes yeah um and I again I'm going to carry that with me everywhere and continue spreading those seeds you know to to everybody I meet you know? it's not what you do it's why you do it why you do it and how you do it and and who's it for yeah. what difference are you making yeah there's yeah. accountability responsible it's going down to good ethics and being a good human isn't it mm-hmm. and I think yeah and that's actually it relates to um if anyone watched Claire speak at uh, COP26 um uh, the the other Manny that was on with you, the Gaelic consultant. Oh yes, yes. Um, when he was speaking about you know in in Gaelic, because like my my dad's Gaelic. Uh, he's a native Gaelic speaker. Um, unfortunately, I'm not a Gaelic speaker, and uh, that sucks. But yeah, I loved um listening to him talk about in Gaelic. We don't say where are you from, we say who are you from. Yes. And I love that. Yeah. When I heard him say that prickly thistle made even more sense to me than i thought it already did you know who are you from like see the garments here yes they come from here geographically but who have they come from i know every who's there's ross just leaving there who's looked after the looms there's jenny in the office there's fiona there's mary there's yourself there's there's gemma Gemma who comes in at night night and does all these little notes and and wraps them with perfection and so meticulous and martin anya sandy Teresa. yeah who these these pieces have come from who this company has come from and claire is so humble right and she she goes all embarrassed when i start gassing her up but like claire like who has prickly come from it's come from claire (laughs) right we've all we're all here because claire right and literally claire you are like don't be doing this on a bloody podcast now (laughs) no you are i'm more like her mother i'm old enough to be your mother (laughs) (laughs) let's put that on record right now Uh, or my aunt let's say you're gonna be my auntie or auntie you're gonna be my auntie for life my role model because you have shown ferociously how to not deter from your values even if it means that maybe you don't like sleep at night yeah you guys won't see me because this is a podcast but i'm doing like air quotations quotations. you know success even if it gives you less success like ever that yeah um you have shown me that it's not an idealist dream to run a business like this it can really happen it's hard 
It is. It's not a walk in the park, and I've witnessed firsthand how hard you work. The poor, and... the poor team here. You all get the, they all get the full brunt of my yeah. emotions, good and bad. Yeah. Don't you? Um, um. Because you are your, yeah, you're you're here a hundred percent, and yeah, you've shown me it is hard work, but it is possible, it and is it can possible. be done, and it is, it in given me the confidence to tell other people and to, and to if they say oh businesses can't be run like that oh no 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 it can't you can't be doing that you can't be putting the employees before the profits or you yeah. can't do and i'm like right well we listen need to think of a, here. We need to think of a cheaper way to make it I need to think of a yeah. quicker way to make I'll be it like, listen them... here i used to work for prickly thistle and go and check them out and come back and tell me again that yeah. you believe that because it's not true you can run a business by putting not just people first but the planet That's first it. and still survive yeah and yeah I'm never gonna forget that. It's like living, yeah. breathing proof. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Aww, thank um, you. that's what I'm no. gonna take away from Prickly as well. And that's what I'm gonna miss, just being in the presence of that. Um all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Eleanor. We d- I can't even say, you know, I'll I'll have to <laughs> what yeah. you have done for us. But I'm just yeah, re- yeah. It's been it's lovely to record this just yeah. to She's such a wise, wise mind, this one. She's super young, but she has an amazing way of of, of articulating emotion and reading situations mm. and summarising. And we're going to... That's a massive, massive loss to our little little tribe of nutters for a wee while. But we know Eleanor's family are based in Inverness. She, has, she is not oh, leaving, yeah. so she will be floating around. But this little moment in time, it's, you know, it's... It's your love. It's in Aberdeen, and she's doing some amazing things down there with kids through creative learning and textiles. social developments, textiles, and everything yeah. that. So this little one just does not stop. Um, and yeah, it's it. We'll, we'll, yeah, who? It's the unknown, isn't it? It's the unknown. But it's it's yeah, who it's, knows? Maybe I'll be back one day. I'll just pop up in your timelines, yes, guys. I'm like, I'm back. I know. I know. Who knows? It's, you have no idea. It's and then, and it's part of prickly thistle's journey or part of just life's journey isn't mm-hmm. it that actually you know it's been okay to recognize some things change and that's okay and you embrace it and you support it and you let it fly and you let it you know and you know like a pigeon it can come back yeah. <laughs> but this is but this was just to yeah for everyone to hear this little conversation with eleanor and as you know, on social media i want to give everyone a shout out to send her send them their love oh. to her and she has been yeah she's she's embraced everything here you know she's learned so much we're talking about all the things that Eleanor's learned but actually all the things we've learned from her and I've learned from her and working with somebody who yeah the passion you have the just the sincere passion and your attention to detail and and I say attention to detail not in actually it's the attention to detail for the emotional detail Mm. it's about getting the sentiment right not you know as well as you know the the aesthetics of it and lots of people can get something to look right but there was the genuine emotional you need to feel right you need yeah, yeah yeah and you you nailed that every time <laughs> because that's who you are that's who you are and um yeah it's it's going to be well it's yeah we're not i'm not even going to say it's going to be strange we're not i'm just pretending this is Eleanor not going to be here for another month yeah. and we're going to meet up again but yeah. it's yeah it's it's been a hell of a journey mm. Eleanor and you have definitely helped us deal with a lot of battles you know this little one continue. you know this little one has been yeah you know you're yeah, a wise wise soul in somebody so young but um 
yeah. but yeah it's just yeah we will see who knows what the future holds but yeah. we're all on this this path and we've all yeah. learned and yeah everyone... if you've made it to the end of this 47 Seven minutes minute podcast. and 22 <laughs> uh, seconds chat thank you for sticking with us and i just want to say to you who are listening like thank you so much for supporting this company and making it possible for people like me to have a voice through prickly and to have a job and um all the the folk that work here like it's because of our hard work and our passion but it's also because of your passion your support. and your support yeah, so ultimately thank you so much for supporting the company and please just continue supporting this company like like I know you will you don't need <laughs> to tell you yeah but like just keep telling others about us and um send them to our website and let them like see what we do and um hopefully this community can grow because yeah like Claire said we are a mill but we're a movement um and a really important one and we need people to know about us and it's hard yeah. to get people to know about us because the digital world is so loud and yeah. there's there's so much going on and to get people as att- attention is a nightmare and yeah it's it, hard it's a dark art it could be a hit or a miss and yeah. it can be and i think even more challenging when you're trying to be ethical you know yeah. going back to people you've spoke to many people you know mark make marketing sexy and be part oh, of the yeah. trend and do all of this and here's all the tricks but it's actually you make it harder for yourself when you yeah. refuse to do those targeted sponsored Mm-hmm. bits and pieces but um but but yeah, Eleanor, if you're, you're supporting this place you're supporting real people just trying to make the world less shit less shit less and shit. less on fire and yes. less you know and it's and it's but it's a mindset this is what you know yeah. mill movement and mindset but mm-hmm. you've helped us develop actually the mindset of it mm-hmm. that actually and it's and it's you know we'll work out how we stay survive and stay in the game from that perspective and everybody has their job but it's it's a mindset all of a sudden it's not just what we produce off mm-hmm. the looms and you have been so fundamental to us working that out it's been it's only it's been four years of but this last year's been massively accelerated yeah. and we couldn't have learned as much as we've learned to be a better version of ourselves without you Eleanor Aww. without you and thank you I just yeah means the world. Genuinely We're going means to, the world. Yeah. What will literally they, means what, the world. What, will say, what will she say in two hundred years? <laughs> we have no idea. Well, because... maybe maybe I'll be alive then. They've invented some way to make humans immortal. I hope they don't. Oh, I hope they, they have. Don't. Yeah, I would like uh, to be... be here to see it. Or maybe who knows? The planet will implode because we didn't solve <laughs> the problems, and none of us will be here. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe maybe and i hope this is the outcome that i'm not here because i don't want to live for no, to be 200 no. but maybe my children's children's yeah, children, children may be around and maybe they might be pals with claire's children's yeah. children's children's children and they can look back and be like here they, they really were, they really helped they pioneered they, yeah they, they really sorted change. that shit out and yeah, called um, it for what it is and yeah. And that's have... what we hope, you know, and that Prickly is still alive, either as a mill still running or Prickly's legacy, you know, in the sense of what it taught people, and that is still alive. Yeah. It's just some some sense of this, what this company is about, which hopefully still be alive. If the world's alive, that'll be alive. Yeah. So yeah, we should yes. leave it at that. I know, I know. We, we could go on that. and on and on, but Eleanor, yeah. um, this is not the final sign off because I think we'll get some guests. 
mm. conversations. We can do this. We can do this via Zoom. But just pop up back up. But Eleanor, yeah. so for just now, this is you can't say that podcast, mm-hmm. and we can't. And what I'm going to say is you can't say that. We're not saying goodbye to Eleanor. <laughs> you can't say that. So we're not going to say that. To say we're not saying okay. goodbye to Eleanor, but okay. we're just letting you know this little bird. Is going to fly to another little yeah. nest for a little while. And I'm going to just see you later. We're going to catch you later. Yeah. We'll get your crack later. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. Bye-bye bye bye for now. Bye see bye. you later.